Willkommen, this is Julia. And this is Shane. Und this is Think Plant-Based. Think Plant-Based. Make sure to check out recipes, health tips, travel tips at www.thinkplantbased.com. And we're officially on iTunes, so please rate and write us a review on iTunes. Write us a review. Give us... Two stars, three stars, maybe five stars. Let us know. Oh, for sure, Let's, five. Yeah, I mean, who would give us two stars anyways, yeah. right? But yeah, make sure to do that because that's how we get found. Remember Austin, Texas? I love that place. Yeah, right? We had yeah. so much fun. Oh man, like the weather and the food we had. So good. So good. I want to go back. Me too. Yeah, but luckily we have someone from Austin, Texas to tell us all the wonderful things about it. <laughs> right. And Hi. his plant-based journey. Hi, Matthew, Matthew Prescott. Prescott, how's it going? Good. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Thanks for your time. Thank you for, yeah, we know your schedule is busy and you got to catch a flight here soon. So we're yeah. glad you could squeeze us in in your little bit of time <laughs> exactly. that you can talk to us. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad to be on. Great. Please tell the listeners more about yourself. Yeah, so I am um, a, a longtime food activist. I've been adopted a plant-based diet about 20 years ago or wow. even more than 20 years ago now oh, wow. after learning about all the animal cruelty problems and environmental problems and all the other issues that go into producing animal protein. And uh, most recently, I published a book last year called Food is the Solution, What to Eat to Save the World that is, I kind of refer to it as like part manifesto, part cookbook all about how eating more plant-based food can help save the planet. Right. Cool. That's great. That's awesome. What's your favorite part of the book, if you're able to let people know? Yeah. <laughs> That's like asking a parent which, which is their favorite child. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure when you were writing it, you're like, okay, this, this, is, this is the book part. No? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for food, so the, the book portion of it is uh, probably my favorite. Nice. It's yeah. um, 80 recipes, all plant-based, and um, I, you know, I loved developing them, and, and I love eating them even more. And uh, before the recipes, there's all kinds of um, content in the book, like infographics and environmental photography and narrative essays that help readers kind of understand their reasons for enjoying more plant-based food so that when they get to the recipes, they, they know why they're doing it. Right. Are they easy to make for people that don't even like cooking? Yeah, they're all different levels of recipes in there. There are kind of more advanced recipes, um, like a recipe for rice, paper, bacon. Ooh, nice. Wow. We've made some of that. Yeah, it's Except great. they and caught on fire almost. <laughs> you got to be careful with that. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it takes a little while to make, but then there are a lot of really simple recipes in there, too. There's a recipe for mac and cheese made out of cashew cream that's super easy to make. It has just a few ingredients, mm -hmm. um, really quick, really easy. So kind of all different levels. Right. Oh, that's great. And uh, yeah, well, most of the world population eats meat, right? And people like to belong to a tribe. We know that. But like, how does each one of us, in your opinion, stays motivated to go plant-based without like... FOMO, like fear of missing out. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, one of the things that I love about eating a plant-based diet is that it actually has helped me kind of branch out and find new foods that I might not have otherwise tried. Like, uh, you know, we talk about fear of missing out. I would have, had I not adopted a plant-based diet, I would have missed out on 
you know, all the great ways to prepare products like tofu and tempeh. I probably never would have even heard of nutritional yeast. Right. And yeah, right. yeah foods, me too. I, I love it. I crave them, you know, every day. <laughs> I made mac and cheese with nutritional yeast last night. And it just is like such a comfort food to me now. And so I think, you know, a really great thing for people who are just kind of like stuck in the rut of meat and potatoes every day is like incorporating more plant-based foods. You'll find foods that you didn't even know exist that you might love. Exactly. Yeah. So true. Oh, yeah. My love for tofu now is bigger than it ever has been. Yeah, yeah. Right. When you learn how to prepare it right, you're like, wow, this is so flavorful. And like, you know, you put the Texan Tex mix down there and it's just like a whole game changer for me. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, um, yeah, it's amazing. You can find it, you know, pretty much anywhere. If you go to a Thai restaurant or a Vietnamese restaurant, Chinese restaurant, um, really any kind of Asian restaurant is going to have tofu and they've been using it for thousands of years. So they know exactly how to prepare it to make it really, really great. Um, but like I, you know, I never, I don't think I'd ever eaten Thai food before I became vegan and, and switched to a plant-based diet. And it's now like my number one favorite type of food. I could eat it every day. Oh yeah, I bet. So living in Austin, you have a lot of uh, amazing restaurants down there. What's your favorite uh, plant-based eating restaurant that you go to? Oh my gosh, there's so many. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> so many. It's it's hard to say, but I'll tell you ones that I've been to recently. Um, okay. There's a really great taco truck called the Vegan Nam. Ooh. That it's a lot of restaurants in Austin for people who've never been here. Are actually, food trucks are outside, right? And so there's a restaurant called the Vegan Nam that's all vegan tacos, and mm-hmm. I think they're the best tacos in Austin. There's a really great place called the Beer Plant that's a vegan beer pub, brew pub. That's and cool. Yeah, they do <clears throat> you know chicken and waffles and biscuits and gravy and fish and chips and all kinds of really amazing options. And then there are the ice cream parlors. We've got multiple vegan, all 100% vegan ice cream shops in Austin, like Nadamu and Sweet Ritual. And um, you know, I go there more than I should, but I, I really love them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you got to treat yourself. Why do you think like Austin is such a mecca for vegan food? You know, why are these hotspots that say Berlin, right? And then we have Vancouver, BC, you know, like, why do you think it's so concentrated there with the... Why is it booming there, the plant-based foods? Yeah, what do you think? You know, I would say Austin, Austin's got two things going for it in terms of, um, you know, being a hub for vegan food. One is it's a huge university town. The University of Texas is here. There's like 50,000 students, and which is a lot of young people. Mm-hmm. And um, so I think there's a lot of interest from, from that demographic. And then also Austin is a really, um, you know, it's like a tech hub. It's in the U.S., Silicon Valley in the Bay Area and then Austin are the two big tech cities. And so we have a lot of like young kind of, you know, modern type people living and working here. And that tends to be another demographic of people that like vegan food. But you mean, nowadays, you know, you can find plant based food pretty much anywhere. I was on a trip last week out to West Texas. I went out to the desert to go camping for a few days. Cool. Yeah, cool. I was driving back through this town called Fort Stockton, which is in the middle of nowhere in Texas. I mean, nothing for hundreds of miles except cattle ranches. And I was able to go to a Carl's Jr. in a gas station and get a Beyond Burger, a vegan oh, Beyond Burger. Wow. <laughs> yeah, that's a big uh, change down in the States, eh? That's it, yeah. Yeah, yeah and so that. it's like you can really go anywhere nowadays, whether you're in the middle of cattle country in West Texas or you're in you know, New York City, and you can find really great plant-based food. 
That's amazing. Yeah, I know they can't make the joke anymore. What do you do when you're in the desert and there's nothing else but this car, or like Carl's, Carl's Jr.? Jr. <laughs> what would yeah. you do? You go well, to Carl's Jr. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're in the desert, you go to Carl's Jr. <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. Up oh. in Canada, we had uh, A and W uh, take the Beyond Burger on. I think even before Carl's Jr. did, and they couldn't even keep up with demand. It was crazy. Well, yeah. it sold out. Sold out. Yeah, everywhere was sold out. I was like, I don't even get to try. There's a burger chain in California called Umami Burger that's like a really popular burger chain now, and um, they have the Impossible Burger. And I read somewhere recently that it's now their number one selling burger at the entire chain. And they have, I mean, it's a meat, you know, meat and meat everything chain. They have every kind of meat you can imagine, but the Impossible Burger is their number one product. Yeah. Wow. wow. They just so cool. they just recently changed their formula. I heard they took away the gluten. Yeah, two point. I think as well yeah mm -hmm. have you tried it yet um i don't think i've tried version 2.0 yet but okay. um i you know i did recently try version 2.0 of this product called just egg oh, from okay. um, a company called just it used to be called hampton creek and they make this liquid egg now that you just pour into a pan and it scrambles like eggs and i think it's fantastic and i just tried their version 2.0 and it was even better yeah. oh, wow. do they start adding uh black salt to it for that like eggy kind of taste yet i'm not sure if that's in version 2.0 okay okay i was just curious that's what we yeah because like we tried it and we're like oh, i need some black salt on it yeah. <laughs> we some black salt, and then it tasted pretty good mm -hmm. but, yeah. yeah black and salt's amazing it gives it like that little sulfury eggy taste yeah that's yeah, just all it needs you put that on anything it tastes like eggs so good yeah <laughs> we make like eggs. a chickpea omelet in the morning usually or for brunch and we put that on in it's so good yeah Yeah, I've got a recipe in my book for breakfast sandwiches that uses um, chickpea flour for the egg patty and it's got black salt in it. Oh, yeah. Oh, perfect. yeah. Very that good. Sounds delicious. That's, that's the secret to making really good breakfast stuff is the yeah. black salt. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, we're talking a lot about trying, right? So I think people should just try more plant-based foods, right? Because sometimes they think or... I maybe thought of it too before I wasn't vegan, but I, I've been vegan now too, like for over... 20 years? I don't even know. Over I can't count anymore. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, well, I started to be vegan when, with my family back in Germany. But the thing is, like, if we don't try, right, we don't really know how hard things are in general, right? But that's also with, like, eating more plant-based. If We can think a lot, you know, how complicated things are. But once we actually try and we feel actually how good we feel with eating more plant-based, right, we stick more to it, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You know, like when I, you know, when you've been vegan about as long as I have, it sounds like a little over 20 years. And, you know, I remember back then vegan cheese wasn't really prevalent anywhere. And what was available wasn't very good. And yeah. so I started eating um, pizza without cheese on it. And I remember thinking like, oh, pizza without cheese. What's the point even? Uh, oh. But now, <laughs> sometimes when I have the option for vegan cheese, I just get it without the cheese because I, I like it. I feel better after I eat it. Mm -hmm. I like the taste of it. You can taste the sauce and the vegetables more. But I never would have known that had I not, you know, tried it in the first place. Yeah, totally, yeah. right? I mean, for me, we were blessed. Like, we always cooked a lot at home. And we invented, like, vegan cheeses when it wasn't really that popular yet in Berlin, I guess. You know, because we're really, like, big into cooking and finding alternatives. Actually, we even looked up like meat dairy recipes and thought like, oh, we're just going to substitute it into something dairy free. You know, we had that already yeah. in our mind and 
we were kind of like chemists, you know, working on recipes. And but now we have all these companies that help us, so you don't even have to cook really, you know, to be plant based nowadays, right? Sometimes people oh get too God, caught so up easy. with that too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the food industry has really come a long way. Like, I feel like everything, you know, ten or definitely twenty years ago used to just be like kind of formulaic. It was like soy, 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 a lot of soy, everything, soy burgers, soy (laughs) cheese. It tasted good. I liked it, but it just wasn't that interesting. There wasn't a lot of variety. And then I feel like at one point the whole food industry was like, oh my God, we can make burgers out of pea protein. We can make cheese out of cashews and, um, you know, cheese out of coconut and, and butter out of coconut and all these crazy things that are made from products just that inherently taste good. And so, yeah, it just gives like such a wide variety. Now I'm drinking coffee right now as we're talking and it's got oat milk in it, which <laughs> yeah, we oh, did too yeah, this morning. <laughs> that is like so popular, especially in Berlin. Like, you know, the f- like last year I saw a, a, like a train, like a station full of commercials of Oatly. Like that's the only yeah. commercial they had on that stop. Do like you remember that was- what it said though? Oh, they they had like lots of slogans. It was like milk, but made for humans. Right. Oh, yeah, that one. Exactly. You yeah. even remember. I see? remember it because it was such a good ad because it made perfect sense to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's hilarious. But, you know, people people who, um, you know, are eating plant-based in the U.S. should be really worried right now about some efforts that are going on at the state level here in the U.S., um, legislators with an interest in like factory farming lobbyists uh, are trying to pass legislation to make it illegal to use phrases like milk when you're talking about oat milk or to call a veggie burger a veggie burger because burger say, they say implies meat right. and they're actually trying to criminalize terms like veggie burger and oat milk and um, you know beyond meat because it has the word meat in it and so there's a you know big pushback from from activists here in the U.S. to to lobby their legislators and get them to to try to kill these really um, terrible bills. Yeah, that's ridiculous. That's crazy. Yeah, they were doing that in like other parts of the world too. They're they're going to have a fight. I mean, when there's money involved, right? Uh, yeah, they're not going to go down without a fight. I mean, look at the tobacco industry; they're still alive, even though everyone's you know pretty much against them (laughs) right yeah Yeah. that's ridiculous and the good news about it is that it means there's so much interest in plant-based that they're really worried you know there's an old saying that goes like first they ignore you then they laugh at you then they fight you then you win (laughs) yeah Yeah, right they definitely ignored ignored the plant-based push for many decades and they laughed at it you know a lot of jokes about vegans at, at you know at our expense and now they're fighting us like in really serious ways and so hopefully the next stage is that we win yeah yeah definitely Definitely. i mean we get the attention right the publicity even if it's something that we don't really like to be in the media but it helps us to get out there you know that people think what yeah i like these veggie burgers or i like these um plant-based milks oh definitely yeah more more, more and more people are buying that stuff now it's just you know you can't walk into a probably any coffee shop in the U.S. without there being at least some type of non-dairy milk available. Yeah. yeah. Even here in Vancouver, like almost Same every here. month, there's a new plant-based uh, cafe or restaurant opening up. Yeah, we just had like a full-on uh, cafe, like plant-based cafe open downtown. up downtown Vancouver. 
Business only district. Yeah, yeah, business district. And people are going in there not even knowing it's plant-based. And they're like, oh, this is great. Love this, this coffee stuff. And- That's great. I remember two years ago, I was in um, Russia and I pulled up the Happy Cow app on my phone, which for anybody who doesn't know, Happy Cow is an app that you can use when you travel and you open it up and it just shows you every vegetarian, vegan, and you know, veg-friendly restaurant around you on a map, no matter where you are. And I remember thinking like, oh, I'm not gonna be able to find any food to eat here in, in um, Moscow. And I pulled up the Happy Cow app on my phone and there were like four vegan restaurants right within walking distance from where I was standing. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's pretty awesome. Good. That app is amazing when you travel. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had Ken Spector um, on our podcast and he, he's like, well, he's one of the co-founders of Happy Cow and he's always using it himself even when he travels around. Yeah, great so. resource. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so good. Where can the listeners find you? Yeah, so people who are interested in, in my book or um, just want to learn a little bit more about what I'm up to, you can go to my website. It's just my name, MatthewPrescott.com. And I've got all kinds of videos up there and links to, um, you know, Amazon and independent booksellers where you can buy the book if you're interested in that. And um, thanks for having me on. I really enjoyed it. Oh, it's uh, our pleasure. Too. Yeah, yeah it's thanks amazing. Thanks for taking your time to uh, be on our podcast. Here. Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Have a great day. Oh, Thank you, too. Thank enjoy you. your trip wherever you're going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All yeah. right. We'll talk to you later. Talk yeah. Talk to you Bye-bye. soon. Take Bye. care, Matthew.